Hello and welcome to the Divorce to Bliss podcast. Here you will learn all things related to healing from divorce, mind, body, and spirit, so you can create a beautiful new life filled with happiness. I'm Rachel Ruby, author of Divorce to Bliss, divorce coach, speaker, and attorney, and I'm so glad you found me here. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about taking responsibility when you are healing from divorce and how we can do that and the reasons that it is important. So first off, let's start with what it means to take responsibility. When we are talking about healing, taking responsibility means first that we acknowledge that we need to heal. And this is often pretty obvious when you're coming out of a divorce because many of us tend to feel uh, down, depressed, sad, angry, hurt, whatever you may may be feeling, by a lot of negative emotions. And some of us actually even go into a victim state where we refuse to believe that anything is our fault and everything bad is happening to us all the time. In order to take responsibility for healing from divorce, the first thing we have to acknowledge is that we need to heal from divorce to move on with our lives, right? After we recognize that we need to heal, we need to acknowledge that we are the only ones who can heal ourselves. And so with that in mind, we can focus on the healing and we have to make a commitment to focusing on that healing. And then we have to take action. So recognize that we need to heal make a commitment to the healing, and then taking action are the three things that we need to do if we are going to take responsibility for healing. Now, once we get there, how do we get started? How do we take action? We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first of all, I want to talk about just in general, what taking responsibility does for you when you are healing from divorce. The first thing it does is It allows you to move on and create a new life so that you can find your joy, find your happiness, right? And when we are in any kind of a traumatic situation or any kind of a negative or scary situation where there's fear involved, it is not possible to move on until we get out of the situation or the mindset that is keeping us stuck, right? So once we have made this commitment to healing, we have to recognize that in order to move on and heal from divorce, we want to focus on looking ahead. Now, that's not to say that looking back is not helpful. Um, A lot of traditional therapy will consist of looking back, maybe diving into your past, diving into your childhood and seeing what patterns you may have established that um, led your relationship on, you know, downhill and so that it eventually fell apart. Um, What old wounds you might have uh, from, you know, family or other things that happened within your childhood that might have caused the breakup of the relationship. And, And these things are very important. And a lot of people do need to go deep, deep, deep into um, figuring these out. And that is a part of healing. And I am not invalidating that. That is very important. But in general, what I would say is with coaching, the focus is really on looking forward. And although I do go into the past with with many of my clients, we don't 
stick there for a long period of time because really what I try to get my clients to see in the coaching situation is the road ahead. Because in order to progress in the healing journey, you have to stay focused on that road ahead and not on the shoulda, coulda, would'ves, not on the bad things that happen, the relationship falling apart and how negative you feel about that. So we'll talk about ways to get to get there and get out of that. But it's very important I have this analogy that I've shared with a few people, and that is this. It's almost like when you're driving in a car and you're all oh, you have a destination, right? And if you keep looking in that rear view mirror, or if you looked in that rear view mirror much of the time, do you think you're gonna ever get to your destination? Probably not, because you'll most likely have an accident when you're taking your, your eyes off the road, right? And healing is a little similar to that because we need to focus focus forward so that we can really um, create the life that we want going ahead. And the second thing that taking responsibility does for you is it allows you to improve your mindset or and or your outlook on life. Now, again, I talked about a little bit about um, being in the victim mindset when you get a divorce. And that again, that's normal. It happens to a lot of people. We get so down. There's so many negative feelings and there is so much fear. Where will I live? How will I make money? How will I take care of myself? How will I be alone? You know, I don't want to be alone. I mean, there's so many different parts of that Um negative mindset or that victim mindset. And that's, again, very common. But when we make some little tweaks to that mindset, it allows us to not focus on those negative things. Now, feeling those negative things are is normal. And I want you, like I've always said, to feel them. Don't ignore them. Don't tell yourself it's not It's important that I don't feel these things. I'm going to sweep them under the rug. I'm not going to acknowledge them. Acknowledge them. Write them down. Say them out loud. Get those fears out and get all the negative feelings out. And even you can do some exercises, um, some clearing exercises, where it'll help you to get out of that victim mindset. But know that... If you make these little improvements, and again, I'll talk about those in a little bit, uh, it's going to help you get out of that mindset and think more positively. So your outlook is positive. When your mind is thinking positively and you're focusing on what you want, what your life is going to look like, and where you're going now, rather than where you came from, it's going to allow you to heal because you are projecting what you want and your mind wants to give you that. So it'll be much easier and more productive for you to heal when you make these tweaks and focus on uh, the positive. And last, you, by going through the healing process, you are going to learn about yourself so much. And it's just like with anything we do in life, everything is a learning experience. Anytime we make a mistake in life, because we are human and we do make mistakes and that is normal and it is okay. Those things cause us to learn more about ourselves. And the divorce healing process is also the, the, the main way that we learn about who we are now as an individual the, the we becomes the me, you are the individual now, and allows us to create a new life and 
put out there what we want and take steps to making it happen. By doing this, it allows you to actively determine the course of action and the next steps that follow so that you can eventually get to that place where you have built your new life and you find your happiness, right? Okay, so now that we know the reason why um, healing is necessary and why we have to take responsibility for our healing in order to heal. Let's talk about some of the ways to actually do that. And these are just a couple of things that um, I talk about often, and they're great ways to get started on taking responsibility for your healing. So number one, I already mentioned, is to feel all of your emotions. Again, it's important to repeat that when we go through a divorce, which is a trauma and which is a big life change, we tend to have a lot of negative emotions. We tend to even become victims. And so we need to feel all these negative emotions before we can move past them. If we just ignore them and we try to heal, it's not going to happen because those negative emotions will come up. You have to let your mind know that you are okay and in recognizing that you have these negative emotions, but that that is not what you want. So you're going to purge those negative emotions by letting them go, by journaling about them, by envisioning the the good positive things and what you want your life to look like now. So feeling all the emotions and then visualizing what you want your new life to look like are two ways to get started with taking responsibility for your healing. The next way is to learn to respond instead of react. And this goes along a little bit with the blaming feature of being angry, hurt, sad, upset, uh, fill in the blank, towards possibly the former spouse or towards yourself. And so we need to very carefully when we're in a situation where we are dealing with that former spouse, we need to Um, We might get triggered by something they say. And there are, of course, many times with uh, after the divorce and during the divorce where you do need to communicate with the former spouse, such as when you have children and when you are um, dividing up a business and you have to discuss uh, business matters, things like that. So when you are dealing with that person, you need to learn to respond rather than react. And many times when you're in the heat of the moment, it's really hard to pull yourself back and do this. So what I suggest is to stop and close your eyes and take a second. You may even need to step out of the room, think about your response, come back in and give a, or hang up the phone or don't text back yet, but just think about it and then give a response that is well thought out instead of the reaction, because it is the reaction that not only creates the friction between you and the former spouse, but also creates more negativity within you. And then you're acting from that anger, that hurt or whatever it is, or that blame, instead of acting from your heart and moving forward on that mission of being able to uh, take responsibility for your healing. So the next thing is not to blame. 
And that kind of goes along with what I just said. These are all interrelated. But um, when we're talking about reacting versus or responding versus reacting, blame also falls into that as well. So and blame also can come on its own when you're not talking to the former spouse when you blame yourself. And that comes into play when you look at the divorce and maybe some people, you know, who are afraid of being alone, for example, might tend to blame themselves that they got divorced because now they're alone and they're so scared. So we need to really look deep within ourselves and realize again that all of these emotions we're having are normal, that all of these, you know, negative things that we are feeling are normal when you go through a divorce because again it's a trauma. And that we can that we need to feel all those emotions so that we can move forward and take responsibility for healing. And next is to be kind to yourself. And this is super important because, again, when we are infused with negativity and negative feelings and emotions, or um, when we're feeling scared of something like being alone or financial distress or whatever it is that you're facing, we have to remember that we have to be kind to ourselves. We have to accept this is where we are, but... We don't have to stay here in this place where we haven't figured things out. We can take that responsibility and we can rein it in, right? And create a new life. Along those same lines, the next step would be forgiveness. And when I talk about forgiveness, it it is in two parts. Um, And I do go into this a lot more in some of my other podcasts. But basically, there's forgiveness of the former spouse and there's forgiveness of the self. Forgiveness of the former spouse comes from the idea that divorce is a marriage that is ending. And when there is a marriage or a relationship, there are always two people involved. And even if the person on the other side was, you know, responsible for the marriage ending via via they cheated or um, some other some other situation. It still takes two people to end a marriage. So uh, it's important to forgive the former spouse so that you can move on and heal. Because if you don't, you are stuck in that space where you have all of these, um, this blame or this anger, this this frustration or this whatever you're feeling towards that other person and you are not going to be able to move on until you let that go. So forgiveness of the former spouse, forgiveness of the self is often harder. And that again, just involves being kind to yourself, um, feeling your emotions, responding instead of reacting, learning uh, not to blame, learning what you want your life to look like and visualizing that and really just taking responsibility for all of this so that you can move forward. Once you start to use these tools, you can start the journey to healing. And there are more tools. If you want more information, you can always check out my book, Divorce to Bliss on Amazon. And I am a divorce healing coach, so I am more than happy to walk you through your specific journey and help you devise a plan to get you from divorce to bliss. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you next time.